Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk with you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. That's right. If you walked outside on, on Tuesday morning, he detected a little chill in the air. said, maybe you want to go put on a scarf, a North Face vest, and some Uggs. That's because it's pumpkin spice time at Strange Brew Coffee House. All your favorite flavors of fall are back. The weather may not be fall, but it is fall inside Strange Brew Coffee House. Swing by there today to pick up your pumpkin spice favorites. Robbie's just like, it's it's not fall. I did not feel that cheer, chill in the air you that didn't you're feel talking it? about. No. The leaves are changing color. I got out of the shower, walked outside, well, green and Green to sweating. more green. Yeah, well, you know, that's, that's what autumn's all about. Uh, College Corner and collegecornerstore.com. That's the place to get national championship merchandise. If you rubbed it in the face of an Ole Miss fan today that Mississippi State won a national championship in baseball, a sport they desperately care about, well, if you haven't, the best way to do it is to buy a new T-shirt and wear it everywhere you go. Easiest place to do that, College Corner. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. And, of course, you can always go to collegecornerstore.com and place your order there. Humble Taco is Starkville's newest and best Mexican restaurant. Mexican fare with Mississippi roots. Your favorite southern dishes turned into Mexican classics. Who wouldn't want a fried chicken or fried catfish taco? I mean, that is just, it speaks to me. So, next time you're in Starkville, or if you live here in Starkville and you're looking for something different, something unique, and something delicious, head over to Humble Taco and get yourself a meal there. All right. It's Rumblings Day. Got a lot of questions, too. I jumped right back in after being gone for yeah. two shows. Right back into the deep end. Yep. So I'm good with it. Good. Good. Let's just get right into it. Justin Strawn. He see Justin's starting to figure some things out here. He's sending these questions right away. He types it up. He's ready to go. Saves it in his notes and then he sends. He's it. ready to go. So we'll see. Uh, he's got a bunch of questions. We're going to pick a couple of them here. Uh, we'll start with the first one. Football attendance won't be affected by the newest wave of COVID outbreaks because it's outdoors. But while I don't anticipate an order from the governor about basketball attendance, do you think Mississippi State will impose an attendance restriction as well? I don't think Mississippi State will impose any attendance restrictions that they aren't forced to impose. I, I think just based on what we're seeing right now, our numbers that are all time high, I, I I just I don't think I don't think the attendance restrictions are going to happen. I just I think people saw last year that they lost so much money doing things and they can't really afford to do it two years in a row. And that goes from businesses to, you know, restaurants, universities, whatever. I think what you're just going to see is mask mandates. Everybody's going to have to wear a mask when they come in. Um, I, I think, we, you know, some places are doing that. You have to have a vaccine. Yeah. Um, so we're already seeing that. New Orleans has done Could that. Happen. Maryland, I th- did Maryland do that? 
I wouldn't be surprised. A lot of um, places are doing it. Uh, Tulane, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Raiders Tulane's in New Orleans. So. Yeah, so that makes sense. But the, the Raiders, Raiders just yeah. did it. I think that's what you're going to see is vaccination requirements or yeah. indoor mask. Yeah. Um, I think that's what you're about to see, and you know, we'll see where these numbers go. I. I don't really know where we're headed. I don't know if this is about to get worse and worse or, you know, if we're at the top of it or what. But right now it's really bad, and we haven't seen anybody come in and say, hey, we need to shut things down or anything like that. Yeah, so I, I just can't imagine that's This going close, to it's not going to happen. No, no, I, don't, not. I don't think it's going to happen. Right. Uh, rank these actors' portrayal of Batman. Christian Bale, Ben Affleck, Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, Adam West, George Clooney. Clooney's dead last. Clooney is dead last. And feel, I feel uh, bad because I feel like he could have been a good Batman, but he was given nothing to work with. Christian Bale, I think, is number one for me. I would agree he's number one. And I think Michael Keaton, for me, is number two. Absolutely. Followed by Val Kilmer. Okay, I'm going to disagree with you. I, I, I like Val Kilmer. I opinion. thought Ben Affleck was a really good Batman. They could have, they again, just not given the stuff to work with, but as an older Batman... Like you know, not yeah. in the prime of life. I just didn't like it. those. I didn't like the movies, the movies. are bad, but so the performance I, of him was good. And uh, yeah, I forgot about Adam West here. He's the originator. I, I, I love Adam West, more, but it's just so different. He stands out like the sore thumb, right? Yeah, I just so. like Val Kilmer. I have a soft spot in my heart he for was, Val Kilmer. Batman Forever is a fun movie. I enjoy. Yeah, that I love movie. Batman Forever. It's a good movie. Um, I would. I'm know, gonna go Christian Bale. Keaton, Val Kilmer, Ben Affleck, Adam West, George Clooney. Yeah, I feel like so. Me and you dis- just disagree on West and I mean uh, Kilmer, oh, Kilmer and, and Affleck. Yeah, and I would say this like Clooney just is not really in the discussion for me. The yeah, rest of these guys were all really good, and then Clooney and it, is just sort of screwed. the thing is I liked I liked it was Batman and Robin that you he was liked in. that movie? I, I did. Oh God, I liked that. It was awful. Um, no, I mean I thought it was I, I thought it was good. That's my childhood. So I guess. All right. Um, those movies I didn't I didn't right. judge as harshly as you did. I now guess. we have the question I've been looking forward to asking. When my family lived in Bahalia, if we wanted to take out pizza without driving at least thirty minutes, we'd get Hunt Brothers from a local gas station. It was fine, but there's lots better. Now we don't have to do that, but my family keeps wanting that pizza. Am I stuck eating mediocre pizza for the rest of my life? You got to put a stop to this. Yeah, if you if you have and if legitimate fam- if you have legitimate pizza stops, you got to yeah. go there. And if your family is listening, what the hell is wrong with you people that you like Hunt Brothers? Hunt Brothers is the I'm drunk and I I, I'm, I need a pizza pizza. It is the I'm hungover and I need some grease in my system pizza. I live in Matheston, Mississippi, and we get our pizza from Starville. Yes. All we have is Hunt's Brothers. Yeah. The only time we get Hunt's Brothers is if it's like a Sunday afternoon, mm-hmm. we've been working in the yard or something, we just need something to eat, have, and we don't feel like going to Starville. I have never ordered a Hunt Brothers pizza. I have gotten the, the ones that are ready, but I've never been in there like, yeah, make me a pizza. Never. I, I've you, do, we've done that a couple of times just because you know we just need to eat something and we need to go get it. I don't know Actually, where you the live. last time we did that. I just I got the chicken strips from the gas station. Just just don't go to Hunt Brothers anymore. Don't do it. Go get a real pizza from somewhere. This is embarrassing. <laughs> my God. All right. Ryan Nelson, my good friend, wants to know: Were there any moments during the scrimmage Saturday where you thought this offense is going to work this season? Um, Robbie wasn't there, so I, I guess I'll just take this one. Um, there were a couple times where they threw the backs early, and those plays were open. That I like that. Uh, a couple of plays where 
Yeah, they had a couple of drops. Will Rogers was 11 for 20. Could have very easily been 14 of 20 with a touchdown. Austin Williams dropped a pass. He didn't really drop it. He never had it on a ball in the end zone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought by and, and and a couple of the running plays that worked, I was like, yeah, this this will be fine. I said I I got to see him against an eight man against the you eight just gotta drop. you got to take take it with a grain of salt. And hey, I I was listening to your recap of the scrimmage mm-hmm. coming back from uh, Gatlinburg. And you made a good point. This is a really good defense yes. they're going up against. I mean, and, it's and especially when they're playing man coverage. And so I'm putting Emerson and Forbes in man. Co- yeah, those guys aren't going to be open. That they're in a lot of instances that could be tougher to go up against than a zone defense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you just you have to take a lot of what you see with a grain of salt. I didn't see any of the scrimmage. So yeah. Uh, also from Ryan Nelson, what three wrestlers from today would you hire if you were starting your own wrestling company? So if we could go full bore. We can hire anybody we want. Who are we taking? Well, I would do what AEW did and get Chris Jericho. Really? Because, yeah. Okay. Veteran name, big name. Everybody knows Chris Jericho. That's going to draw eyeballs. That's what that. That's why they got him. I, I agree with that. Um, and, and I don't know immediately, that's who I would pick, but I, I agree. Well, that would be my veteran of the group. Okay. Because you want a proven commodity that you know has proven it in mm-hmm. a in a big t- in two big time organizations already. Yeah. And now three. Yeah. Um, and that can get. Anybody over, mm-hmm. he can get anybody in the company over. He does. He he doesn't have his fastball anymore. He's not the same guy, but he is. He can adapt to anything. Yeah, I agree with that. So I would go with him, mm-hmm. and then I would go with Kenny Omega. I think he's the best wrestler in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, do you go with the tag team? No. To set the or do you, you go with three single guys? Mm-hmm. I was just thinking to kind of set the tone in the tag team division. Well, I mean, you can or always d- find tag teams. Um, There's so many good ones out there. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. What, is what, the what am I? Team. What am yeah. I f- doing? Yeah, you get Roman Reigns. Omega Reigns. Oh, you, you you have to. I guess I would turn Kenny face because yeah. Reigns is a heel. It's just, not that Kenny's not. But a great I heel. will say Reigns is on the verge. He he's setting himself up to be a monster baby face because he's such a cool guy. Yeah, like he he's no longer he's no longer in that. Cena realm where no. you know shoving him, he's 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 going the rock route right mm-hmm. now. He was he everybody was was pissed off that they were throwing him down their throats. Right, he's now he's taking perfect. he's now become a great heel and yeah. now he'll transition into being the rock. I'm trying to think of who my, I I wouldn't pick Jer- Jericho as much as I love him. I don't know who I would pick though. I, I I like the idea of having a veteran in there. Cena is not the right choice though. No, um, because Jericho's going to is Punk the right it. choice. Well, no, because he—I mean, people have now forgotten about him. Oh, uh, not not everybody, but a large a large portion. Is Daniel Bryan the right choice? Too small. Uh, I, 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 I mean, Reigns is sort of the big guy, so that you can you can deal with that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, Patrick Swindle, who is a very very big guy. The Field of Dreams game was very well done, and I had chill bumps when they started coming out of the corn. Is there another sports movie or scene that a sport could recreate that would be as cool? A sports scene. That's that, that's difficult, you know, because Field of Dreams sort of ta- Field of Dreams taps into something beyond sports because yeah. it's, it's all it, the movie's about the guy's relationship with his dad. Yeah, you know. So what movie gives us that on top of the sports? You know. I'm trying to think of a movie moment that you could recreate, a sports movie moment. You know, um, like 
like the Rudy sack where he gets they take him off the field. Yeah. That happened in real life, of course. So I mean, I don't know. That's that's sort of not fair because I'd say I don't know if you could recreate recreating the, of a, something that actually happened. I don't know if you could recreate the natural. Ooh, with the home hit, run hitting, hitting the, the, lights. Uh, the lights. Yeah, if, yeah. That, if that was doable. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like if I'm if I ran the uh, the PA for a minor league team, if I would have that song ready, if anybody ever hit the lights, I'm hitting that song. Yeah. And it, it's like baseball. Baseball tugs at your heartstrings. Yeah. I feel like more than anything. Yeah. Like it's basketball. Like a, I mean, what is there? You it's know? such a, like that was that was such a great moment when they're coming out of the corn behind. Yeah. John Dutton, the guy that played John Dutton. Yeah. Uh, that was really cool that they included him. Yeah. In, in a baseball related. Yeah. Thing. I thought that was really cool. But no, like I just that whole night was awesome. Like. <laughs> Come on, man. And the East Central alumni. Hits a home run, yeah. game-winning home run into the corn. Like that, that game was legit. We didn't get to see a lot of it. I no. didn't get to see any of it. I saw the highlights and I saw that first part, but that was just such a cool thing, which yeah. we all knew it would be. Gareth wants us to rank some supergroups. Man, he's got like seven of them, so we'll do the best we can here. Cream, Traveling Wilburys, Velvet Revolver, Audio Slave, Temple of the Dog, The Highwaymen, and Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Oh, that's that's tough. So let's just let's just do this. Who are the top two? Well, as far as as far as um, star power is concerned, it's probably the traveling Wilburys and the Highwaymen. Yeah, I would think so. Highwaymen is Johnny Cash, Willie Nelson, Waylon yeah. Jennings, and Chris Christopherson. Chris Christopherson. Yeah. Wilburys is Bob Dylan, Bob Dylan, Tom Petty, Tom Petty. Uh, is it Jeff Lynn? Is that his name? The guy yep. from Yellow. Uh, Roy Orbison. Roy Orbison. I mean and George Harrison, who's a Beatle. Got yeah. So those two would be your top two as far as star power is concerned. Yeah. Um, in terms of the their catalog, I mean Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young probably have yeah. the most well known songs. Audio Slave has a lot of, of hits. Audio Slave, Velvet Revolver has some good songs. Oh. Temple of the Dog. I mean, they only had a couple. They only have one. Yeah, album Temple of the Dog songs. is last. And I like them. Don't get yeah. me wrong, but Cream, Cream, Eric Clapton was kind of the. I mean, yeah. He, he was. He's. It, is that really a super group? I really I, think I don't he's know. of Eric Clapton and being in Cream. I don't think of the other guys. So yeah, yeah. So I, I would go. Are we actually rate them all? Okay, go ahead. I'm, I'm gonna rate. I'm gonna rate them based on star power. Um, so I'm gonna go. Highway Men, mm-hmm. Traveling Wilburys, mm-hmm. Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, mm-hmm. Audio Slave, Velvet Revolver, Temple of the Dog. Okay. Uh, Travis McCain wants to know what new men's basketball transfer do we see having the biggest impact this year? I think Garrison it's Garrison Brooks. Brooks. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like I mean he's the most he's got the most star power in that group. Uh, he can come in and give him a shoot. I think he and Tolu Smith are going to be a dangerous duo down down low. A lot yeah. of D's in there, but still they are. Question here from Schuer wants to know: We're going to rank these first in moments of in order of importance. First kiss, first car. First date, first time, and the first MSU national championship. I'll just go ahead and tell you that first time is number one. That's just as it should be. I disagree on that because it's not always great for people. Um, I'm going to go with the first national championship. Really? Yeah, I mean that the first time is not always good. Okay. Well, I mean not always. I mean there's only one first time, it's, so it's it's it. it Anytime you can have that situation happening, it's good. I'm just not well, not the first, not I'm always the saying, first. 
I, I'm not even going to go down this road, really, because my mother's listening. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with first national championship. Mm-hmm. Then we'll go first time. Okay. And then we'll go first car. Okay. First kiss, first date. All right. I'll, we'll go with that. My friend Brian McDuff, if you could draft one player for college football fantasy this year, who are you going with? This is a lot of people play college football fantasy, and it's so different than you know than NFL. Like yeah. in NFL, the stars are the guys who put up the big stats. Mm-hmm. In college, there are a lot of unknown guys that pile up huge yards. You know, like for it would make sense in years past of just like I'm going to draft the Mike Leach quarterback. And if you had Anthony Gordon a few years ago and he threw for like 5,600 yards, I mean you're you're rolling, right? Or there, and then there are running backs that rush for 15, 1,600 yards in some of these, you know, weird rushing systems that you don't know about. Yeah. So, so who do you go with? Well, just based on just what I, who I know, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to go with Matt Corral. Really? Or okay. uh, or you go with uh, wh- what running back out there is going to pile so up? Some, go, you want somebody that's going to get rushing touchdowns and receiving touchdowns or receiving yards a multi-purpose my, my, back my first well we can get one from Ole Miss there too but uh, I don't know if I don't know if that if they'll have somebody that puts up enough numbers my, 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 my first thought is Spencer Rattler Spencer Rattler's a, a good one because he can run and throw. he'll get some he'll get some some rushing that out. offense that, that, that offense might homes, be one of man. the best yeah. like as far as just balance yeah them and Ole Miss might be the yeah. two Bryce of Young balanced. is going to put up a lot of numbers yeah but I mean that being said I feel, always feel like in college fantasy football, you have to do a lot more research yeah. than you do for pros. Just based on just limited knowledge right now, I would go with somebody like Matt Corral or Spencer Rattler. What are some of your favorite fantasy football team names of all time? So I always use the same name in my fantasy football leagues. I was always the Gravy Train. Nice. There's some good ones. Yeah. Uh, my friend Ryan Nelson was with a guy one year, and they were Team Stamos. And I just thought that was hilarious. I don't know why. That's awesome. Mine's Robbie Falk, my life. <laughs> now, is that like a double entendre? What does that mean? If you could explain that for everybody listening, including your mother. Moving on to the next question here. <laughs> so, that's a good question. I like to see some fantasy football team names. Feel free to tweet them at me. Jacob Shumi says, Brian and Robbie. Nobody, nobody. We're, we're going to, this was a good week. Yes. We only had one, I think. Yes. Brian and Robbie, if people continue to answer my questions each week, is it too harsh to not provide in-house stats for football and men's and women's basketball with my power as a stat crew member? I will still allow stats to media since y'all have my back. Well, the problem with that is it's not going to punish anyone because they'll move somebody in their spot, I think. But I, I just think you just start needing to you need to you need to lay down the law a little bit more, like some other people on this. We, we need you to get a little tougher, Jacob. Yeah. We, we need you to get past the being the nice professor mm-hmm. and the and the nice stat crew member, yeah. we need you to put the fear of God in some of these people. We, we need the old stone cold. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure something Don't out. Don't beat around the bush, yeah. Jacob. There you go. Uh, William Taylor Ball asks, which player, if they got hurt, changes your whole win-loss prediction the most aside from quarterback? If Wally got hurt, that might take Charles a Cross. Ooh, Charles Cross is a good choice. That's that's the correct answer. I don't know what they're what they're doing at left tackle. If something happens to him, maybe Cam Jones. I don't know. I agree. Good call. Uh, does losing Jordan Davis for the year change your thoughts on any of the games individually, or just more of a depth concern if other injuries occur? 
good William Taylor Ball just he was believing rumors at this point. It had not been confirmed. It has since been confirmed that Jordan Davis is in date out for the year with an ACL tear. Uh doesn't change anything individually, but it is a big depth concern. Yeah, you just got to – I mean, that's a huge loss, especially for him. He worked so hard to get up to speed. He was really having a, a great camp and I thought was the best defensive lineman out there. State's got some other guys that could step in. You know, I, you need, you need um, Charlton now to step up. He's probably going to be starting, you would think. Jack Harris has to, has to really take a step. DeMonte Russell has to be better. It's, it's probably going to be, you know – Harris and Russell sharing those reps, and those guys just need to be really good. Uh, but that that's a that's a tough loss. But it, it's I think it's tougher for Jordan having been a guy that had worked his way into this position, and now he's trying to uh, become you know a, a draft pick, high draft pick, and things like that. I think you could, I think there's a really good chance he comes back if if I were a betting man, uh, and that would be good for Mississippi State. But it, it's tough for him to have that happen. Yeah. Uh, Colton Watson, if you were a dog, what breed would you be? And you can't say bulldog. I would be a golden retriever. I would be a beagle. Okay. Very lazy dog. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see here. This is an interesting question. Where does Will Bednar rank all time amongst MSU starting pitchers? He only had one real season. His regular season wasn't as good as most of the guys in his upper echelon. But his postseason was inarguably the best. Where, who is he ahead of out of Brantley, DuBose, Mahalam, Stratton, Small, and Hudson? It's such an interesting question. He's ahead of Hudson. I mean, never had – not an all-SEC guy. Yeah. You know? He's ahead of Hudson for me. I thought, I yeah, thought I he agree. had a better season than Hudson. Yeah. And his – you know, the end so of the season is passing. Is he ahead of Chris Stratton? Chris Stratton was SEC Pitcher of the Year and was a really good player, but didn't do anything in the postseason. And only had one really good year as a starter. I think I might slip him past Stratton. Okay. Um, and that and that might be it, just based yeah. on the full body of work. That, Ethan and that's Small pushing pitched it. Two, co- two College World Series teams, yeah. SEC Pitcher of the Year. It's pushing it to put it, push him past Stratton. But you got to. I think it, I think it's kind of close enough. Yeah. That you can. Yeah, you can use that postseason run. You're correct, uh, but the other guys, their you careers, know, there's too much. Dubose was one of the best pitchers, and Brantley two of the best pitchers Brantley, ever. Yeah. And Mahalam, yeah, yeah, and and small too. I mean, yeah, it's gonna, it's tough. There you go. Caleb Glover, Robbie ranks wrestlers. We got finishers today. All right, Trouble in Paradise, Starship Pain, Jackhammer, Tombstone, Swanton Bomb, and the Stunner. Who did the Stunner? Kevin Owens. That's right. <laughs> uh, let's see here. I'm gonna go stunner first. I love this. I love the stunner. Oh my god! Kicking the ki- kicking the groin. I mean, there's nothing that got the people up like the stunner. Um, and then uh, Tombstone is right there with it. Jackhammer, um, and WCW whenever he got up the giant. Put put him in the jackhammer. That was incredible. Uh, Starship Pain, just because of how cool it is. Swan Time Bomb and Trouble in Paradise. Okay. Hey, Dad's hand-picked hankering, cornbread muffins, or fried cornbread? They're both garbage. Okay. With football season fast approaching, who would you pick number one overall for fantasy football? I would pick Alvin Kamara. Uh, that was my pick in our Dynasty League. Uh, just a smart pick. The Saints are... Michael yeah, just Thomas because out. of how he's utilized. He's at the way he's utilized. 
new quarterback, so they're going to run it a little bit more. And Michael Thomas is out. Somebody's going to get those catches. That the way was like I, an easy, easy pick. The way I look at that first round now is, um, you know, there might be there might be one quarterback that I would consider taking, and that's Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. But who I'm looking for is a running back that is going to be able to run the ball and catch. Mm-hmm. And Alvin Kamara might be the best in the league at that. Yeah. Um, and he's just, his role is going to be bigger this year. That's who that that's who I selected. I was I think I was like the third or fourth pick, and that that's who I picked. You could pick him number one <clears throat> last year with Breeze and have yeah. felt good about it. Now you should definitely feel good. Interesting question here from Dale Young. I was wondering if you could help settle a debate. When all seedless watermelons are gone, will that be the end of seedless watermelons? That's a good point because there's no seeds. I don't know how there. agronomy and botany work. But I'd like to know the answer to that. How, how do you grow a seedless watermelon? I can't, I can't answer that. I, I don't know. Like, I, I've always wondered that. Is it just sort of like you grow watermelons and then one of them is just sort of a freak of nature? I just I just like to picture somebody cutting the watermelon open, watermelon open and picking out every seed and then sealing it back up. That's, <laughs> that's how I like to imagine it happening. I got you. Uh, let's see here. Uh... The American Dream has a couple of questions. Do you mind if I use the American Dream voice? Please. All right. What do you think of Will Osprey doing the true uh, New Japan pro wrestling gimmick, Daddy? You know, the Dream done put together many gimmicks in his day. I once told the Stinger we're going to put a little color on his pants, a little color on his face, and I'll let him wrestle the Nature Boy Ric Flair. <laughs> and you see how that worked out for you, Daddy. You know the dusty finish, Daddy. I created that. Now, what do I think about this gimmick? Okay, I gotta so, be honest with you. I don't watch New Japan. I don't either. So, so I don't know. I, I'm I'm kind of scrolling through here, and, and looking at it a little bit. Uh-huh. I, I mean, I like Osprey. I think he's a good wrestler. Um. So, from what I can tell, he's you know he's got kind of like a swagger to him. He's dressed in a five hundred dollars suit, cutting a promo. I don't really know what's going on. I don't know. I, I'm gonna have to go watch this back later and yeah. and, and give you a, a a true rebuttal on this. I I don't really know what that is. Yeah, so. I, I just don't watch enough New Japan to, to 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 be able to answer like any of these questions. To be totally honest with you. Well, I I I have I have seen Tanahashi and mm-hmm. I I do like him. So I'll ask the question then. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Daddy, on Tanahashi? As the first Japanese New Japan U.S. champion. You know, I done held the U.S. title many times, as well as my good friend Magnum T.A. <laughs> but that was in the National Wrestling Alliance, not in New Japan, daddy. I like Tanahashi. He's, He's a good wrestler, yeah. Great wrestler. Got a good look to him. Yeah. Um, I like it. I'd, I'd like to see a, a couple more of those guys come to America and 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 wrestle in a couple of promotions. I agree. They, get, they have a really good uh, style to yeah. them. Bayou Dog asks, would you rather stand on the sideline for a 100-degree 1 p.m. kickoff game in Davis Wade in early September with high humidity or freezing temps in late November with sleet and rain? 100% uh, the cold. So I, I'm opposite. Yeah. I'll, I'll go with the heat. I'll put on a jacket and, and all that, and I'll be fine. I mean, I, I can't deal with the heat. I, I The heat sucks, but I, I can always go cool off somewhere. It, it's really tough to heat back up. I don't like it. I don't like I cold can, at I can, all. I, can, I hate I can deal sitting with, in the cold. I can de- I, I can deal with <clears> the cold. I can't deal with the heat. Also, you ask, hot dogs or sausage dogs? Sausage, sausage. dogs. Not even close. By far. Yeah. 
Dalton Lee says, In How, Your Met, How I Met Your Mother, they attend a wrestling event called Robots vs. Wrestlers. How much would you pay to go, and who would you want to see in it? Like, are they wrestling robots? Yeah, that has the that has the potential to turn really bad. Yeah, yeah. The, how, like the how, robots turn... That's sort of like the premise of Terminator. Yeah, like the robots turn against them and take over. Of course, you remember at, what was it, Capital Conflict? Was that what it was, where RoboCop was there? Yes. One of the worst pay-per-views ever. Oh, there were some bad things yeah. that went on in WCW. Back in the day, yeah. Uh... I wouldn't go see this. I, I I don't want to see robots being wrestled. I mean, I would go see it, but maybe like you know twenty five bucks or something. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Depends on who's there. I mean, you yeah. tell me if you tell me that Roman Reigns is there, sure, I'll show up. Yeah. Uh, Brogan Fairchild wants to know how far do you think you could make it through the Hot Ones Gauntlet? I'm glad you asked this question. I watch Hot Ones all the time. You don't watch Hot Ones? Nope. It's the show with hot questions and even hotter wings. Okay. It's an interview show where they eat hot wings. Oh. And each question, it's a progressively hotter hot wing. And eventually you get to one that is basically the surface of the sun. So he's yeah, interviewed all these great people. I wouldn't last long on that. So I think I could easily make it to the bomb, which is the first of the ones where people are just like, oh, God, this is awful. And then after that, I don't know. My brother-in-law can eat anything. He's yeah, I like spicy food. So. I mean, he'll go to restaurants and challenge the, the like they, they tore up Shaq. I mean, Shaq, big man from Texas, went to school at LSU. Should know spicy food, right? Yeah, he was he was sweating by the end of that thing. I think my brother-in-law could get through that so. entire thing. Seriously, that that those last ones, man, are just like awful. I don't think he has any senses on. You his You should tongue. watch hot ones that you'd like. It's a good what show. what is it on? It's on YouTube. Oh, okay. Uh, how fast was Will Rogers working through his progressions? I thought Will Rogers looked fine. I mean, he seemed to be he seemed to be a lot more. I, I know you see eleven for twenty, but I'm telling you that doesn't tell the whole story. So, uh, Norm wants to know our take on when it all goes black at the end of The Sopranos. I was sad it ended. I was sad it ended. Obviously, it, when you first watched it, because I mean, I watched that live, right? So there's that moment where you're like, did the cable go out? Like what just happened? Yeah, because you keep expecting something to happen, right? There at like the just end. to hear a gunshot or something, and then it goes to the credits. And I, I was disappointed for a long time, but now I feel like maybe that's just how it had to be. So, and, and you believe that Tony I think he was, was shot. shot? I think I think he gets shot. Yeah, I think the guy in the members only jacket caps him. Okay. So, I I thought that whole thing, you know, at the end, whenever it finished, I thought they were just trying to. Like throw people off, like make you believe something bad's about to happen. Because like Meadow almost got, like it, it looked like she might was about to get hit by a car or yeah. something. Yeah, and you know he kept looking up for somebody to walk in and shoot him. Nothing really happened. I I think that was just kind of a ploy to try to get you thinking something bad's about to happen, and then at the end it doesn't, and it's, yeah. it ends nicely. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> Tucker Medlin wants to know. We often talk about defensive backs who have good freshman seasons. And they see their production dip in year two because offenses avoid them. Because that happened with Jaden Wally with defenses, focusing on slowing him down and opening up opportunities for other receivers. I feel like this is the yes and no question. Because, yes, other people are going to focus on him, but the Mike Leach offense is designed to get other people opportunities anyway. Yeah, Jaden Wally, they can, he can be the focal point of every game plan. He's still going to catch. If he stays healthy, he's going to catch 60 passes this year. There's, no, there's yeah. no question. Yeah, that's kind of how this offense works. I mean, if you can, I mean, just get open, you know. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I, I've kind of I've kind of thought that that same thing though. I've I've thought that he his production might dip a little bit, but I, I like I could still see him having more yards and more catches this year, but his production being a little down from what it was last year when he had four or five straight one hundred yard games. Yeah. So he he did that you know all in you know a five game period. Mm-hmm. I, the, there's going to be thirteen games where he's going to be one of the best receivers. I, I think he can still have more catches and yards. So. Uh, also from Tucker, many MSU fans believe that Emerson and Forbes are the best corner duo in the SEC, but they were both left off the preseason All SEC teams. Why? And if they produce like this year, if they produce this year, can they? Will they be continue to be ignored? No. If they have another great year, somebody's going to have to step up at some point and say, "Okay, these guys are really good." I don't know why. I don't either. I don't understand how neither one of them could make even third team. I had Forbes Emerson, as a first team guy. Emerson was top ten in the country yeah. in coverage, and. Um, you know, Forbes did what he did. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to believe. I, I don't know why that happened at all. Mm-hmm. But I, th- I think it's just lazy by the people that are making these teams. Mm-hmm. I think they just didn't do their research. I agree. Doc Fogarty wants to know, when do I need to switch hats to football from my M over S championship cap? What is the proper protocol? I think you can wear that all the way up to the first game. But yeah. Now, that being said, I don't have an issue with people who wear baseball stuff to MSU football games. But if you feel like you have a football hat, you need to wear it to the first game. Yeah. That's that's fair, right? All right. Let's move on into the second half of the rumblings. That's brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. Don't forget, with Welcome Home Beef, all you've got to do is head over to Val's Marketplace here in Starkville when you're looking to pick up some steaks. If you're looking, you know, we're only a few weeks away from the first home game. Tailgating time. Welcome Home Beef on the grill makes everybody happy. So head over to Val's Marketplace, pick up some steaks, maybe pick up some burgers, Pick up some of the other cuts. A tri-tip, that's a great cut. Some beef back ribs, doesn't take that long to cook. Good stuff. So, head over to Val's Marketplace, or if you're coming from anywhere else in the state, chances are you're going to pass through a town that sells Welcome Home Beef. If your local grocer doesn't carry Welcome Home Beef, time to find out why. Call them and call Welcome Home Beef at 662-268-8148. Welcome Home Beef. It just tastes good. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. Smoked Southern Soul Food at its finest. So much more than just barbecue. Don't go to Two Brothers thinking, oh, this is a barbecue restaurant. It's a lot more than that. Great patio, great people, great food, and a great atmosphere. There is no better place to be on a game day than Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. Advantage Business Systems wants to take care of you two different ways. They have a great selection of products and services, technology, anything a business needs to thrive, they've got it. And then they're going to provide you with incredible customer service every time you make a purchase from them. The kind of customer service you expect from your next-door neighbor, and that's what Advantage Business Systems is. They are a local business, first and foremost, and they take care of their fellow Mississippians. They've been doing it for 46 years, which, you know, not that long a time to be alive, but a long time to stay in business. And that's how they do it, Advantage Business Systems. Call them at 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. All right, Josh Watson, did anybody screw you over this week? No, you're good. You're good. Our, li- our friends and lifelong Bulldogs, Jesse and Lauren, are expecting their first child. We all realized he would be born never knowing a world where state wasn't a national champion. All these new kids that are about to be born, they so brats. Lucky. I know, right? We're thinking of making a video compilation of all the most painful moments in MSU history for this kid to watch as penance before he's allowed to know we are national champs. 
We are some moments. What are some moments that must be on the list so they can truly know the frustration of being a state fan? I'm going to attack this two ways. Okay. First and foremost, what when are you going to make this kid watch this? Like now? How's he going to remember? Yeah. yeah I don't. Yeah, I don't. Under, I don't understand the timeline here. But we'll go with that. Secondly, I don't think you need to do it. Can do do any of this. I'm pretty sure MSU will take care of that itself for you. Yeah. It's, he's not going to be. Li- I mean. There, there's some good moments that are happening right now, but there's still going to be some bad ones. Yes. Uh, just, just, just wait. Yes. That said, if we were going, no, to nobody's going to get off scot free here. If we were going to do this, you're watching three to two. Yes. You're watching the 2008 Egg Bowl. Yep. You're, you're going to watch blowouts and heartbreaking moments. You're going to watch the kick blowback yes. in '83 Egg Bowl. Is there a video of that? Yes. Okay. Oh, that full game's on uh, on YouTube. Oh, is it? If you, if you, if you really want to just you know, hit yourself in the ball someday. Yeah. Um, you're going to watch... Uh, any any LSU game during the Kroom era? That's good. Any yeah. Auburn game oh, during four. the Kroom Go era? Go with the first one. Uh, we're we're going to watch uh, Mississippi State-Alabama from 1991, where they jumped off sides on the goal line. Oof. Yeah, and we're watching that. We'll 2000, the 2009 LSU game. That's a good one. That's a good choice. In basketball, uh, you're going to watch the final the, the the final four game. Uh, you're going to watch most Kentucky games. You're going to watch the Kentucky game where John Wall goes into the lane. That that wasn't John Wall that went in the lane. Oh. That was uh, no, it um, was Demarcus Cousins was on the line. No, the guy. It was the guy that crossed the three point line. That's John Wall. No, it, I don't think it was. I'm, I'm almost positive it was John Wall. Are you sure? Yeah. So you're watching maybe, maybe that. You're watching the the one where uh, the 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 O four SEC tournament opener where Lawrence Roberts gets hurt because a certain media member didn't want to catch him. Want to watch? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you definitely that watching. Happened. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he was careening out of bounds, and somebody was too busy taking a picture than to catch the All American. Oh, so he got I hurt. was at that game. That was yeah. against Vanderbilt, and yeah, uh, really got swindled Atlanta. on that deal. We're gonna watch the uh, the Notre Dame women's basketball game. I oh. hate to do it, but they gotta have to. You gotta watch that. Um, baseball, you gotta watch Gene Morgan get hit on the ankle. Yep. And, and the 2013 national championship. 2013, yeah, that would be good. Yeah, there you go. That's a that's a good foundation. Just start there. Yeah, we'll just start right there. All right. Uh, next question. <laughs> I got you laughing over there. You know what's going on. Uh, Jason Luckett. With the recent Field of Dreams game and knowing it's the number one Costner sports movie, and see if Joel were here, he would be all up in arms. Was he in? Was he in sports movies? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Rank these other Kevin Costner sports films: Draft Day, Ten Cup, Bull, Bull Durham, McFarland USA, For Love of the Game. I have no idea what McFarland USA is. That's going last. That's dead last. That I have is. no idea what that movie is. Um, I think Ten Cup is number one. Okay. Um, and then for love of the game, it's going to be two for me. Uh, why are you leaving? Bull, why are you pushing Bull Durham down? It's third. Um, and yeah, then draft draft day, day wasn't very good. It's not very good. So yeah, for love of the game is a really good movie. It's it is a romantic movie, but it's really good. The only thing I don't like about it is all the players wearing like fifty eight. Like nobody's actually wearing a, a real number out there. So Magnum Cafe, Mangum Cafe. I'm sorry, Magnum. <laughs> Mangum. It's you understand. Last week, Robbie, you told us your favorite artist from each genre. Now you have to give us your favorite song from each artist. So who, what is your favorite Hardy song? Um, 
hate your hometown. Okay. Followed by Rednecker. Okay. They're close. Right. They're close together. Boozy. Set it off. Okay. Coldplay. Uh, fix you. And Alter Bridge. Watch over you. All right, then. There it is. Uh, Rumblings Twit. Brian, you stated a couple weeks ago Twit. that if Rogers won the job this year, he would be QB for three years. Well, Robbie and I both stated that. Don't, don't you know, it's not all just me. I know it sounds crazy, but using that log- logic, when does Robertson transfer? Because we know nobody sits around anymore after this year. I didn't say that he had been the quarterback for three years. You didn't? You no. said that it was important for him to win the job. It, I said if he doesn't win the job, then you can't. It's hard to count right. on him. Right. I agree with that. Um, I thought you said if he wins the job, though, you, he's probably the quarterback for the next three years. No, I, 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 it remains to be seen. Okay. I, I want to see what Sawyer Robertson looks like next okay. year because I, I still believe if he would have been here in the spring, mm-hmm. we would have a legitimate quarterback battle. Between so then and, two years from now, either he's starting quarterback or he's gone, right? I At the end of the 22 season. I think this is a possibility. Okay. Just the the state that everything is how it now. Is now yeah. yeah. I get it. A- unless he's just one of those that he's just going to he's going to suck it up and just and continue to fight, which we don't see. Don't see very often. No. But he's he's a type of guy that I could see doing that. We'll see. Another one from this guy. Robbie, you said that you patterned your play-by-play after Jim Ellis. The question is, have you always always accentuated your S's at the end of words and names or did you start that after listening to Jim? Um, I, that probably came with it. Yeah. To be honest with you. Um, yeah, I do like a lot of how I do my, my play by play follows a pattern that I got from him listening to him. I just kind of grew up listening to him. I've didn't so much follow what Jack Crystal was doing. I, for whatever reason, I gravitated to Jim. I don't know if it was from listening to baseball or what, but yeah, that's probably, probably was a byproduct of that. All right. Uh, where are we here? All right. J.B. Holloway. Brian, a few years ago, I made the choice to pick an EPL team to follow, and I chose the Spurs. I know you don't like them, but you have to agree, I couldn't have picked a more MSU-like team, could I? All right, first and foremost, let's clean up this verbiage here. All right, they're not the Spurs. The Spurs play in San Antonio. You follow Spurs. Soccer snobs. I am a soccer snob. Spurs is what they are called, or Tottenham Hotspur. That's it. That being said, no, you couldn't have picked a more MSU team. There's never a team that gets closer to glory and then never achieves it than Tottenham Hotspur. So, uh, Swindeezy says he's scared about football, Robbie. Tell him why he's correct in being so. so because have, it's Mississippi State. Yeah, that's number one, yeah. That's it. Okay. <laughs> John Bench, not not the father of John Bench, Justin Bench, the Ole Miss player, who is also not the son of the Reds catcher Johnny Bench. Okay, we'll make that. <laughs> I don't know how anybody could get that wrong, but nobody in their right mind would be able to. You're you're right. I'm just running off at the mouth here. How can you pick Boozy as your number one rap guy in a world where Big Crit exists? Because I don't listen to a lot of rap. Oh, okay. That's fair enough. That's just that's just a guy I gravitated gravitated to, yeah. Because I don't know, I just kind of like the style. Right. Rank your levels of excitement for the four major sports. All right, so one out of ten, ten being the most. Where are you for football? Uh, a six. I'm I'm an eight. I like football. Though. Football is okay. my favorite. You're, uh. you're you're setting yourself up after the first no, two no, no, games no. to come in here no, no, and no, start no, 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 no. getting really upset on the radio. No, 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 no. 
It's not, I, I'm not excited for the results. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm excited to see college football. Okay. Uh, men's basketball. Uh, I'm going to go seven. Nine. Yeah. Expect that team to be in the tournament. Expect mm-hmm. them to be really good. I expect you to talk more about basketball this year then. Yeah. Oh, I will. Women's basketball. Uh, four. One. Yeah. I'm done. So they got, they got, women's basketball has to win me back. I mean, I, that's how quick that was over. Baseball? Eight, uh, nine? Ten. Yeah, I mean, they got a chance. They got a chance to do it again, to run yep. it back. Yep. Uh, Ryan Strickland says, It appears a matter of when and not if from reports. How would you book CM Punk's return if you were in charge? I would have him attack a, a top guy. Yeah. I don't know. I I haven't figured out who that would be yet. It looks like going to be Darby Allen. <laughs> I, that's... Well, I don't really. Darby I mean, Allen having I think just Sting act, helps that. Well, I, think, Sting. I think just the act of CM Punk coming back is going to be exciting enough. Yeah, but I mean, are you pushing an angle with that? Like, like what? Maybe. What is the what? What's the backstory? I mean, do you have him go after MJF? Could he could? But that, or he could go after Jericho and be heel. Yeah, but Jericho Punk's been done. We we, we need something fresh here. I would be excited for Jericho Punk. I mean, I would be too. The matches would be fine. But my my my, my first thought is though with Punk versus MJF is you still have the Pinnacle. So like, they need to get some gold on the Pinnacle. By the way, there's yeah. the fact that none of those guys have a belt is kind well. They're of just cr- fighting each other. I know they got to get they got to uh, they got to move past all that somehow. So uh, I didn't watch the uh, Rampage thing I did. on Friday. So it's like an hour long deal. Yeah, it was just one hour. It's three matches. Okay, so. And one of which was the quick one. Was the crowd was hyped? Same, the same kind of arena. Or I what? think it. Was, I think they 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 filmed it. They may have filmed it the same. Uh, but they can't do that this week if it's if CM Punk. Right, it's different. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm all in on no pun intended on Friday night. Yeah. I, I'm, I'll be watching. I, sure. I'm waiting patiently to see what happens, and if nothing happens, I'm going to be upset. Right. Also from Ryan Strickland, if I told you that State finished in the top 35 in defense and averaged 28 points per game, how many wins do they have? Seven or eight? Uh, seven, probably. Seven yeah. or eight, yeah. 28 points per game is not a lot of points in today's college football. No, how many did they score last year? 24? Uh, let's see. If you, if you had asked me, if you had waited... Don't, don't, no, don't do that. That's got to be throwing, driving dogs crazy. Don't do that. <laughs> Let's see here. Um, all right. Uh, points per game. So, okay. Well, maybe I'm wrong here. State averaged 20 points per game last 21. So if they get an extra touchdown a game, that would have been good for 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. They would have been 7th in the conference offensively. With a top 35 defense, maybe there's maybe it's 9 wins then. Yeah, that would be pretty good. Yeah. I mean, what, still not a be, ton of points per game, but yeah, but you'd be pretty balanced there. Yeah, on both I agree. Sides. So yeah, we'll say I'd say nine, sure. Sheldon Nations rank these Tupelo, Mississippi native Paul Thorne songs on title alone. Alone, I don't like half the people I love. It's a great day for me to whoop somebody's ears. <laughs> Mission Temple fireworks stand. Black I black slide on Friday. Buckskin Jones illegitimate son. That's number one. God, I I've That's never one. I I haven't listened to a lot of Paul Thorne, but these are amazing. Yeah, Buckskin Jones' illegitimate son is is great. Yeah, and then I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go. go to the, it's number two day. is a great day to whip somebody's ears. 
Uh, Especially if it's I, spelled like that. If it's spelled whoop, W-H-U-P. Yes. I backslide on Fridays. Pretty funny. All right. I don't like that. Yeah, the firework stands last. So, okay. Joey Nordog, do you tip your bartender if you're just drinking beer? Do they do more work than a busy to-go server? All right, we'll have this debate. I'm going to let you handle this. So yesterday, I went to a local restaurant and got to-go. I did not tip. All I do is I walk in, there's a bag with my name on it, I grab it, and I said thank you. I got all the way back to my house, and my order was wrong. So I have to go back to the restaurant, and they were very nice about it. They fixed my order, and I, I, I moved on with my life. I'm not angry. But what if I had tipped them? Do I ask for the tip back? Because I would have assumed you looked at my order. I, I don't understand. You know, what a busy-to-go server. What are you doing? You're working the counter. Here, here's what How I don't are you understand. Busy? Here's what I, I want to know what's happening at Joey Nordog's restaurant where he said it's actually worse to put together a to-go order than yeah. it is to serve someone. I, I, I don't. I don't get it. I, I got to know what's going on. I, yeah. Like, and and I'm not. I'm not I diminishing that any any of the work. That I any certainly am not does. because God knows I've done it enough. But like, the people who work the to-go counter, they're just working the, the register there. They're like, hey, what's your name? All right. This is what you had? Okay, have a great night. Yeah. And I'm I mean, not trying, I mean. Nine times I, out of ten, that's nowadays, why I legitimately you paid ask, ahead of time. That's why I legitimately asked that last yeah, week I, because I, I, I am a person that is, I'm a giving person. So I'm, I'm just um, not getting You know, it. if there's a jar right there that says tip jar, I, I tend to put in a dollar or two. I'm not writing anything on my credit card, though. Yeah, but like, I I just don't, like, I've struggled with that. Do I tip? I, I don't I don't see this. I don't see where he's coming <laughs> from on this. So. I, I've seen both sides of it. I've seen people saying that you absolutely do. I've seen people say that you don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've talked to a lot of people in the restaurant industry that say that, that they don't. I, I don't. I, they I, don't, I don't expect don't a tip it. with that. So I don't so, know. All right, Kevin Wright. If you could interview anyone currently alive, who would it be, and what would your first question be? <sighs> anyone currently? I think it alive? would be a, a musician for me. Or, uh, I, I think I would go away from sports because I just I've I do it all the time. I just don't. You know, uh, uh, it's you not, know who I would interview? Doctor Fauci. What would what would be your question? I don't I don't know quite how to formulate. I'm I'm not want to offend anybody. It's like, but I'm like, did you really expect there to be this much resistance to trying to keep people healthy? Like, that's that's where I would go with that. Well, here's here's the uh, I we're not going to go too far down this road, but like here's the here's my issue with Dr. Fauci. Mm-hmm. It's tough to to figure out. And I know that it seems like his that that he has the best intentions and stuff, yeah. but there's so much contradiction because yeah. people just don't know about this yeah. virus. But that's the you know, that's the point of science is you keep learning, so you have to, yeah. you have to keep changing. But that that's why there's some resistances, there's some inconsistencies, right. and right. then they get shared on Facebook in a video, yeah. and that everybody be believes Facebook. Mark Zuckerberg is like, did you ever realize that your your invention that you were basically just trying to like get women? And it turned into the biggest cesspool in the world. <laughs> Did you think that was going to happen? That's a good question. Who wins the EPL this year, Robbie? Um, you know that's a tough question. Mm, I, I'm not. A, I don't. I don't have that answer right now. But I, I need time to formulate. Okay, I'll let you, I'll come back to you at the end of the show. I'm gonna say Man City wins it again. I just feel like they're they're just very strong, uh, especially if they're able to pull Harry Kane. And I don't know if they will or not, but. 
Um, I think Harry Kane can be a difference maker. Difference maker for sure. Yeah. I think I think Chelsea and United will be in the hunt. I think Liverpool will be in the hunt. I think it'll be a closer race than last year, but I think City is still the top dog. Uh, well, I, the, I'll go with them too. Okay, yeah, good call. Uh, will the United States men's national team qualify for the World Cup? They they damn well better. There's way too much talent to not be making the qualifying rounds. Yes, so yes, I will say yes. Uh, Joey Nordog again. Much easier question. Do you still watch a lot of Family Guy? Who are your top non-Griffin, non-core characters? I love Carter Pewterschmidt. It's a good choice. I don't watch it as much as I used to. Um, for me, the answers would be... Uh, oh, I can't remember his name. The guy who works at the, uh, at the gas station. Hilarious. Uh, him. Oh, the dude that's like uh, hey, br- podhead hey, yeah, guy? Hey, hey, Chris. We watched Event Horizon last night. And like, <laughs> yeah, that guy. Um, him. Um, I feel like Quagmire is almost a core character at this point. Uh, he's in he's in the group. Yeah. <sighs> Some of my favorite moments come from uh, Mr. Herbert. Herbert is a good choice, yeah. Hey, hey. Where's, where's that muscle my, man paper boy? Where's my paper boy? Sounds like Paul Bear. I've been uh, waiting on you to bring me some good news. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, Come here, little boy. I got a piece of candy for you. All right, enough. You're, now you're getting a little creepy over there. Calm down. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. So, uh, where are we here? Matthew Arthur. I love what y'all do, and y'all are doing my dream job. I just want to know what I need to do to do what y'all are doing. Um, well, I'm not the guy to ask. Go ahead and tell you no, that. I, I mean, I think you are. I, I think you I are, am not I, the guy to ask because I didn't. I didn't take. I didn't ever plan to do this. I, I just sort of lucked into it. But no, I, I think I think you're a good example of that of somebody that if you're not, if you didn't go into this, if you didn't get a degree in this or something like that. I think you're a good person to ask about it because you went a different route than I did. But I I went to school and got a degree and I had some experience or whatever. You kind of went a different direction. I re- I went the apps. I mean, I didn't plan to do this at all in my life. I just got I lucked into it. But, so, you know. That that being said, I mean, Brian just kind of was, you know, a guy that knew about sports and Someone knew that he knew about sports and liked talking about it, and so he got on a radio show. And so that might be the answer: off. is like learn as much about sports as you can. Just be a knowledge. Just be knowledgeable about yeah. sports. I'm not saying I am, but uh, I mean, uh, you need to be knowledgeable about sports. You need to have connections. You need to you need to network. I think is the most important thing is just knowing people and getting experience. Um, get out there. Get an internship. Work for free if you have to. I worked for free at an internship for five years uh, with MSU Media Relations. I got experience in writing. I networked with with people in the media that ultimately got me a job in this. And uh, you know, I did I did Bulldog Sports Radio with, with Brian as an intern as well. Had a, had a radio show when I was in college. It's just I, when people ask me to do things in sports, a lot of times. I very rarely say no because you you never know what opportunity is going to come from it. I yeah. write for local papers. I write for um, Starville Daily News. I write, f- you know, for two four seven Associated Press. When somebody asks me to do something, I just started doing the Associated Press poll this year. Mm-hmm. I do it. I mean, that's the thing. You need to be versatile. You need to You're the AP writer for the state. I, sure. I'm the AP voter for okay. for Mississippi. Okay, for voter. 
Yeah. I thought Parrish was. Uh, not anymore. Okay, cool. Because I looked, I looked on the first poll, and it said Parrish offered, and I was like, okay, well. Does it? Does yeah. it say? I, I mean, maybe he and is. I, and that being said, I stopped looking at that point. So it yeah, may have maybe, said Robbie Falk down there, but I didn't see it. But may, maybe he is also. I don't know. Yeah, maybe too. Yeah. I looked on the list yesterday, or a couple days ago on Mississippi, and I was on person okay. there. So maybe he's on a different thing. Right. I don't know. But uh, but I, I'm i representing somebody in Mississippi. Right. Uh, Jay in Baltimore. Lay, Lane Forsyth flashed a brilliant glove but struggled mightily at the plate in 2021. More ex- offensive expression will, ex- production will be expected in 2022 with the departure of riding TA. What will the Mendoza be for the for him to stay in the lineup? What will the Mendoza lineup be? I, mean, I expect him to get better. He was hitting better at the end of the season. He had a great College World Series, I thought. And I mean, guys get better. You know, I, I expect him to hit 270, 280 this year. I mean, if he's doing that, then you're in great shape. Yeah. I mean, you you don't need him to be a 350 hitter. We say it every time. It's like college baseball, you don't need everybody to hit 350. Yeah. You know, you just don't need him to be an automatic out. Right, exactly. I, I would say, like, above 260 would be acceptable. Yeah, I agree. Oh, I agree with that big time, yeah. RJ Sweatman, on Star Trek, why didn't they just beam a bomb over to the enemy ships? Buddy, you, I have. that's a great question. It Why is, but, but, I mean, you know, they had to make a TV plot show. armor, yeah, yeah, I get it. How come Knight Rider never went to a gas station? I think he may have had like an, he may have been ahead of his time on electric motors. Well, he's a, he's a, he is a talking car that basically runs on, you know, himself. I, so. I, th- I think that like they, they were ahead of the time on like how to have an electric car. That's a possibility. Uh, if you had a nickel for every time Ole Miss made it to the SEC championship game, how much money would you have? You'd be destitute. You'd be broker than a joke. You'd have nothing. Yeah, you'd have nothing. Yeah, you'd be begging on the streets. Yeah. Uh, Player Pass asks, Brian, how long did you podcast before you consider the podcast a success? Can you still find your old show? You cannot find the old B&B shows. Those are gone forever. That's uh, sad. I, it, it is what it is. Uh, how long did I podcast before I considered it a success? I don't know that I still consider it a success. I don't, I don't ever think about things in terms like that. I feel like if you consider something a success, you would stop. Yeah. You know, so I'm I'm always trying to get better. I think it is I think it is successful, but I think you know we we strive for more. Um, but I mean, I think it's I think it's a popular show at this point. Wouldn't when you say that? I mean, it's a popular show. I definitely agree with that. And in that sense, it's successful, right? But you know, we we'd we'd like to grow even more. Yeah, we would. Uh, Logan Ledbetter, what is your favorite restaurant in New Orleans and in Nashville? So, do you have a Nashville choice? I've only been to Nashville like twice. Um, I, I really like the Southern. Okay, the Southern is really good. They have they have a ton of good brunch places mm-hmm. um, that I've been to that I really enjoy. I'm trying to think of another one that I really like there. Um, any place that you can get the the hot chicken is good. I like Hattie B's. Yeah, Hattie uh, B's is really good. The only place I, that stood out. In my my because I haven't been a bunch of times, it is is Biscuit Love, but if yeah. you go to that, don't go to the one downtown. Go to the one that's sort of out and out of the out, out of the neighborhood a little bit. Yeah, that place is like the that that's the commercialized version, isn't it? Yeah, the one downtown is like yeah, it's tough. You're gonna be standing in line for an hour. Yeah, uh, in New Orleans now, now we're talking. I got a lot of options here. Uh, yep. I love uh, my favorite po' boy place is Mahoney's. I love Mahoney's. So good. Yep. Uh, I love. Uh, I love Koshan Butcher and Koshan. I love Galliano. Um, 
I like Katie's in Midtown. I like Joey K's. I like, um, um, what's the name of that place? Dang it. I can't remember. Oh, Delmonico, Emerald Steakhouse. I think that's a good steakhouse there. Um, I like uh, Dickie Brennan's Steakhouse. I like Mr. B's Bistro. I got a lot of, I like Parkway Tavern. What about Popeye's? Maybe the best restaurant in New Orleans. I'll be totally honest with you. The one on Canal Street is the best one in the world. Uh, let's see here. This is a funny question here from Alexandra Watson. Sometimes when typing a certain word, my phone autocorrects to ducking. However, after correcting it multiple times, my phone finally figures out the actual word I'm trying to use. Does this worry you if you ever have to tweet about Caleb ducking? I don't think, I don't think my I, phone will ever pick up what I'm trying to say when I say ducking. I don't usually drop F-bombs on, on the uh, cell phone. I have been known to. So. Only when I'm watching mm -hmm. sports. Fudge. <laughs> Fudge. Alexandra Watson again. I started a new job today. What's your best advice? Well, congratulations, first and foremost. Uh, I mean, the first few days, just, just get to know people, you know? Don't don't make a stink. Just, you're just, you know, sort don't, of, so, don't go in there, you know, sticking your chest out and, right. and trying to, to run the place. Yeah. You're, you're there to learn the first few days. And Be you know, humble. Get, 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 get the lay of the land. Yeah. Find so. out the people that you think you're going to hate and the people that you're going to like. And yeah. Avoid the ones that you're going to hate. There you go. Keep us right. If you only had to go to one restaurant in Starkville, what restaurant would it be? I mean, I have two sponsors, Keevis. Why are you doing this to me? Yeah. Um, if I had to pick one, I just feel like, I mean, it would probably be Two Brothers. Yeah. You know what? I can get tacos at Two Brothers. Yep. You can, can get can tacos. I can also get other stuff, too. So. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Ethan Brazil. Why are there still flat earthers all across the globe? I mean, why are there any of these morons in the world? Nobody knows. People are That's, morons. People are just stupid. There's nothing you can do about that. I mean, we've literally had, we, we literally have a, you know, a, a space satellite shuttle, whatever, mm -hmm. that you can actually see Earth. Yeah. And we've had people leave Earth that have shown us what Earth looks like. Yeah. Well, it's all fake. Uh, apparently so. Like, I would love to take a flat earther. Well, I'm sure they would tell you they were they were drugged or something that was all fake. Anyway, what is your morning go-to for donuts or pastry? Chocolate covered with walnuts is for, is his favorite. Raspberry filled. Ra Ooh, raspberry filled is a that's a good choice. So I, I always get when I go get donuts, I get two donuts. I get a a cream filled donut, which I get the Bavarian cream filled, and I get a a a fruit filled donut, which either mm -hmm. strawberry, blueberry, or raspberry. Yep. That's the way I go. Um, so we went to um, Krispy Kreme the other day in Gatlinburg the other morning, which you know, is just a treat for me when I get to go to Krispy Kreme because we don't have one. Mm -hmm. um, which I know we have Shipley's, which is great, but I, I live in Matheson, so I don't get to go to that either. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I got I got three, and Becky got three. She always gets the obscure stuff. Yeah. Like apple filled yeah. or something, and uh, apple fritter or whatever. And I like an apple fritter. I, I mean, they're, they're good, but I, I I just go for the old reliables. I go for like chocolate glazed mm -hmm. is what I got. I got two raspberries. There you go. And I ate two of them while I was sitting in a parking lot. So there you go. Uh, Rob Montgomery. I've heard reports that there's a charter school in the SEC West that hasn't ever made it to Atlanta, despite celebrating a second place in the West finish. Can you confirm this to be true? It is true. There is a team that has never made it of the original six in 1992, yet they do have a championship banner for a year they did not make it. 
believe it or not. I don't know how that works, but anyway. Ford Polk asks, how does one acquire a football Jesus? However you do it, I'd like to put in a request for a Mississippi State football Jesus. Well, there's a two, it's a two-pronged approach here. One, you have to have an incredible amount of good luck befall your team, which seems unlikely for Mississippi State. And then two, you have to be completely self-righteous and arrogant about it. If you're willing to do those things, well, then we can get there. And this is not a, this is not actual Jesus. This is a it's it's not yes. There's only one Jesus. Yeah, this is this a different is a, Jesus. This is um, some kind of charm. This is let's, some. Let's be totally honest with you. It's the devil. It really is. It's Auburn. It's Auburn football. Satan. Yes, and you have to sell your soul or give a lot of money for that. You to have happen. to give. It's cost about one hundred eighty thousand dollars. I've heard that. Yeah, that's the going rate. Yeah. Uh, did we appreciate Luke Hancock enough? Not only was his plate discipline the best on the team, but the guy learned a new position mid-season and played it well. You're correct. The guy was I appreciated an outstanding it. player. I yeah. appreciate it. We t- we actually talked about it on the show about how the batting average was so deceiving because it was like 260 something. But his on base was like over 400. Yeah, like he he, he was. You know, they're not winning national championship without him. I agree. Uh, Leroy Jenkins wants to know: flats or drumettes? Oh, it's flats. Flats, no, all no doubt. Yeah. You are a sick individual if you enjoy drums. I like drums. If you if you, if you pick not more drums flats. over flats, yeah. you'd only live in half your life. Yeah. What's more likely to happen? Pleasantly surprised or unpleasantly surprised with the football team's record? Honestly, more likely to happen is unpleasantly surprised. Much more likely to go five and seven than yeah. nine and three. Yeah. What was is five wins? Would yes. that be that would be surprising? Missing a to bowl you? would be okay. An unpleasant surprise. Yeah. And uh, see, I. I actually would not be that surprised by that. Okay, three or four wins would be. Would, well, then I would be surprised. Are you? Would you be more surprised if they were nine and three or three and nine? Um, I'm gonna say three and nine. Okay, probably. Well, then, yeah. There you go. See, for me, I think I feel like six and six is the floor. Yeah. And so if they were it, five it and seven, be. but I feel be. like they're a lot closer to five and seven than they are to going nine and three. Right. Uh, what player would have the best chance of breaking a chain, Mark Henry style? Who do you think the strongest player on the team is, basically? Uh, There's not a guy like that that's just like a freak of, of nature Yeah. this year. You know, like in years past... It would past, have to be just Jeff a big offensive lineman, like Dollar Bill I or bet, somebody like that. I bet Cole Smith is probably country strong. Yeah, he could probably, you know, I, he could probably train himself to do it. Yeah. Uh, the Flying M, we're ranking 14s today. Jim Ashmore, Travis Chapman, Eugene Clinton, Omar Connor, Jonathan Holder, Todd Jordan, Chris Relf. I think Holder's the obvious number one. Yeah. Uh, okay. Ash- and maybe Ashmore is probably number two. That guy was yeah. a legitimate star back in the day. Um, Travis Chapman? It's Chapman or Relf. Yeah. Who, who would you value more for their careers at Mississippi State? Chris Rolfe, three straight egg bowl wins. Yeah, that's true. Rolfe is third. Okay, then Travis, then Travis Chapman, Chapman, then Eugene Clinton, Eugene Clinton, then Omar Connor, Omar Connor and then and Todd Jordan. Who, you know, no offense to the mayor of Tupelo. Right. But a, a, he's definitely last. And, you know, Omar Connor could have been at the top of that list. Could have been. If he was at the right, Again, right place at the right State, time. If, if 2004, if Mississippi State has a forward-thinking and innovative athletic director instead of that schlub Larry Templeton, and they say, you know... This Urban Meyer guy, great coach, but I, I can tell he's not long for Utah, and he wouldn't be long for Mississippi State. Why don't we hire his offensive coordinator, Dan Mullen, who at the time was like 33, 34? Innovative hire. 
Out, outside the box. You would, he, would he have been ready at that point, you think? I think so. And then you take Dan Mullen and you give him Omar Connor and Jarius Norwood, you got something. Yeah. You got something there. True. So, but they didn't have that. I think he needed a little time to marinate. They had that. You know what? Yeah. Never mind. Let's move yeah, forward. Yeah, it's, it's probably best. Scott asked, sunflower seeds, what's your go-to flavor? I never get flavored sunflower seeds. I just get the plain. I get barbecue. I just get the plain ones. You, you should live a little. I, I, try the, try I the like, barbecue. I'll try them, but I, I just don't know. There's just a, it's just it's just better. It, it, they sit in your mouth, and mm-hmm. you get that barbecue. It feels like you're actually eating something instead okay, of salt. Okay, I got you. Uh, my, some, regular sunflower seeds to me is like you just dumped a bunch of salt in your I mouth. I love salt, though. That's yeah, why I, I have such high blood pressure. Micah Halfacre asks, what do you think the percentage of Mississippi State fans who know who, that know who Don Scott is and what he did as a Mississippi A&M athlete? I think those are two different questions. I think there's a large percentage of Mississippi State fans who know who Don Scott is. They know him as the guy the stadium's named after. Yeah. They don't know about his athletic exploits. I was at like 15% or something. Like, I'm going to be higher than that for knowing uh, who he is, but much lower for what did he do. I don't think very many people knew that the that, that State had a like a national championship Olympic yeah. athlete like that back in the day. Yeah. Um, I think they just know Scott Field. Okay. Drew Massey asks, is it true our national championship trophy is as big as Alabama's football trophy, or did we get a smaller one? Hashtag inside joke. I get this. I know the inside joke here. Here's the thing. Think about this, right? The college football trophy, playoff trophy, is it's just that cylinder, right? Yeah. State's national championship trophy would be bigger. Now, if you go back to the old BCS. I haven't seen it up close. So I don't know. I, yes, you have. I'm talking about the, the, BC, the uh, uh, playoff. Well, I mean, but you've seen it, though. You know what I'm talking about. Well, I I don't know. Like so, I picked up the national championship trophy the other day, You're right? And it was relatively heavy, right? I wasn't expecting that, so I don't know. The the, the, the playoff s- trophy is not that big. I, I would like to to see it in person to know the scale. I'll tell you, I can I can prove that it's not that big without you having to see it. Nick Saban, Nick Saban it up. can pick it up. Yeah, exactly. But now, if we're talking about the old like BCS with the crystal football, oh, those huge. things are huge. Yeah. That was just like that, that was just a huge column with a with a crystal ball. Here, here's the thing, though: who cares? Alabama fans, Not apparently. Only Alabama fans. Traquan Key asks. I remember last week you saw guys said that the floor is three and nine or four and eight. If that comes to pass, what will happen with Leach? And if he stays, what would he have to do to keep his job year three? He obviously isn't going to get fired at the end of yeah, year his two. seat. Would be red hot, but his seat would be red hot, and even more so, John Cohen's seat would be hot. Yeah, because I. I I like John. Don't get me wrong. By the way, Traquan, charge your phone, man. Jeez Louise. Uh, it's on the verge of look at dropping it. off. Uh, I like John. Don't get me wrong. Everybody knows, you know, I, John and I are friends. But you can't let a guy who's made two bad football hires make a third one. You just cannot do that. Unless somebody else steps in and makes the hire. Well, at that point, then why do you have him as your athletic director? You know? I think he's doing a good job running I, I, the athletic department. No, no, no. You're, 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 you're getting me wrong here. I think he's done a good job. I, I'm not saying to fire John Cullen. But I am saying that if you make if, – if Leach fails, I'm not letting John Cohen hire my next head football coach. Well, if, if he fails, maybe he just needs more people around him to help him make the hire, if that's the case. If, if, I, have to, if I have to hold your hand to do a job – I don't need you on my staff. It happens all the time. People, people everywhere have other people around them can, that they use as counsel to help. There's no between using as counsel, but I'm, what I'm saying is, look, you failed so poorly at this job two straight times 
that I have to bring in all these extra people to do this job for you? Why am I paying you? That's, uh, that's how I see it. Okay, I'm just I'm just being devil's advocate. I guess you are. You are the devil. I'm a preacher's son. Thank that's you very true. much. Shout out to Big Daddy. Uh, rank these things from dumb to dumbest. Walk of champions at a place with no true championship. Land sharks, beer showers after every home run, and wearing church clothes to football games. They're all number one. They're it's all tied for first. Although some state fans do that, the, the church clothes to football games. Thing. I, I will never understand that in my life. Yeah, but like, not nearly as many. Yeah, I don't. The, the ones that do that, that wear shirts and ties, those are like uh, they're like rushing for. I guess yeah. fraternities. I guess if Zach Arnett was your life coach for a week and had to give a press conference at the end of it, what would be said and how bad would it be? Imagine. First off, I've never seen a lazier human being in my life. <laughs> this guy comes home from work at like six fifteen, plops his big fat butt in the recliner, and he doesn't move from that spot unless it's to urinate. For five, six hours. Then he just goes to bed. It's like, you should be plenty well-rested, son. You've been sitting in the chair for six hours. What the hell's wrong with him? Uh, this guy's an unbelievable loser. Just sort of aired my own dirty laundry there, but that's what it was. Yeah, just, just throw it all out there. Yeah, you know, I got a lot of issues. Uh, Don't that, we all? That might be it, by the way. Uh, no, here we go. We got a couple more. Uh, the 901 Stark Dog. Have you ever been somewhere and then you found out you just missed someone famous? I just missed Jerry Jones walking the streets of New Orleans the night before the Cowboys and Saints game. And I missed Coach Leach spring break 2020 in Key West. I have a story like this. Do you have one? Well, I actually uh, peed next to Jerry Jones in the uh, Davis Wedge Stadium bathroom. So Nice. I can make up for you missing out on seeing yeah. him in Bourbon Street. Somewhere. Yes. Do you have anything like that, though? Where I miss someone? Yeah. Um, no. Okay. I don't so, think so. My wife, my wife saw uh, um, Bono in uh, what? Bono. Bono in uh, the airport. Yeah. One time, I saw Kane in the airport, and I missed time, out. But I didn't miss it. My son was he wearing his uh, no no mask? He was, he was full okay full suit. Well, um, that's just so. In 17, I went to Georgia to go see the Georgia game. I stayed with Brandon Walker. We stopped to eat. On the way home, I had to go to the bathroom, so we decided to stop at the Ackworth Shoney's yes. owned by Scott Steiner. And while we, we decided, we, while we were there, we ran into Logan Lowry. Now, this Shoney's has a full bar. I've never seen a Shoney's with a bar before, but I guess it's only fair that Big Papa Pumps Shoney's That's right. have that. So we decided to have a couple of beers and look at the wrestling memorabilia. And Rick Steiner walks in. So we got a picture with Rick Steiner, and we talked to him for a minute. But what we found out was, oh, yeah, we had just missed Scott by about 15 minutes. Oh. So that's the and, and, you know, Rick's just kind of like this regular guy. Like, Scott's an actual character. It's funny how short he is. He's a good two, three inches shorter than I am. The dog-faced gremlin. Yeah. So, of course, Brandon towers over everybody. Right. Massive guy. So, And last question. Corey Luttrell asks, how can MJF wrestle professionally and be the quarterback at Kentucky? Have you seen Will Levis? I saw him eat a banana whole today with that. Look, have you have you watched him eat that? No. He eats a banana with a pill on. All right, I'm going to turn the volume down to watch. This Kentucky's re- losing live every, reactions. Here. Kentucky's losing every SEC game this year because of that. Oh, oh, it's 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 super ripe too. It's like the peel's all black. I mean, what what are you what are you thinking here? Oh. Incredible. 
What a menace. Kentucky's either going undefeated or losing every game. Yeah, There's true. no middle ground for that guy. And Mississippi State news before we go, uh, while we were talking, Crystal Monis was named the Baseball America Coach of the Year. As well he should be. And DJ Stewart was signed by the Miami Heat. So, Oh, he got a, he got a full deal. I not, haven't not, seen – unless I'm missing it in this thing, I haven't seen like a two-way thing. I mean, I, I guess that's possible, but – Yeah. You know, you, they usually – they usually like preface that by saying that they sign a two-way deal where they go to the G League or whatever. Yeah, I don't we'll see that in the. I hope uh, I hope it's working out for them. I hope that's the case. We'll see. I mean, the, the I, this is so weird too that they've addressed themselves this way. But your Miami Heat have signed DJ Stewart as the as the lead of that story. For that. Well, there you go. Okay, but so yeah, there's nothing in there that says two-way deal. I, I guess that's still possible. But tomorrow's show. Talk about North Carolina State. I can't wait. And uh, we have our SEC preview. Brace yourselves. We'll be talking about the Ole Miss Rebels. What we have to say about our good, close, personal friends in Oxford? I don't know. We'll find out tomorrow. Uh, until then, for Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.